everybody. This is Smashing Game Time. I am your host, Nick. We are three brothers. Yes, three brothers. We go through the back catalog of the years. Today we're do- doing 2009 Q1, and it was a. That's it's okay. It's it's an okay year. Uh, Nick, I got my... this. I got this. I got this. Okay. All right. 2009 sucks ass. Uh, that that very prolific uh, vocabularyist is Jakey Boy Kaufman next to me. That's uh, me. And then next to him is his twin, Josh. Kaufman. Josh, yes, his twin uh, on the field and in and in his heart, Josh. Uh, and also, technically, the, only the majority of 2009 suck. There are still some hidden gems in 2009 that we have to appreciate and you know bring up into conversation, of course, because. It led to some of the greatest things that we have in modern times. So, As always, folks, you can find us anywhere that you get your podcasts. If you haven't already, drop five stars and also write a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also do that on Spotify now, apparently. If you haven't already, get to typing or else I'll type it for you. Yeah? <laughs> yeah? Well, but, but, Nick, but before we begin, though, it's a very special day that we have to shout out, give a shout out. To all the wonderful mothers out there, of course, it's Mother's Day. So, happy Mother's Day to those that have given birth to all of us. Josh is a uh, mother it. lover. You're a mother lover. Well, we should fuck each other's mother. <laughs> I mean, yes. The one, the one song we can't like rap with each other because we all share the same mom. So that'd be weird. Yeah, that'd be weird. This read by Josh is brought to you by Flowers.com. If you're hearing this now, it's too fucking late. <laughs> That, that, I wish they would run that ad on Monday morning. I wish flowers.com would be like, oh, let's just fuck with everybody. Hey, did you forget to buy your mom flowers, you stupid, dumb fucking bitch? <laughs> buy them today. There's like At a, a discounted I price. I bet there's like some type of dating site called like Hot Moms or something. Oh, oh there, I'm sure there is. There's like a mom-centric website. So, Nick, I'm pretty dumb. And, and tell me what this is because you say it all the time and I forget what you call it. The phrasing that you use that like brings up like your top searches and stuff. What's that called? Oh, like, that you is know, search like... engine optimization. Okay, so what's the one like, we talk about all the time? Like we're like, oh, we're being like it's something that's brought up in conversation at the moment. You know what I mean? I can't think of the wording, but um, so maybe SEO search engine optimization. Oh, it is okay. That is okay. So you well, okay, whatever. I almost had a great joke. But seeing as there, we're going through some troubling times, I'm refraining from saying it. If that yes, gives please. You a hint I, if it's anything like the jokes you've made off the pod, <laughs> please. Yes, I'll save, I'll save it for after, of course. Save our ears. I Yeah, please save if you, our ears. If you join our Patreon, you guys can hear the joke. Patreon. <laughs> I know where you're going with that. I'm just going to I'm gonna cut you off right there. Can we, can we cut his mic? Jimmy, can we cut his mic? Okay, good. Who the fuck's Jimmy? That, Jimmy's my intern that I hired and didn't tell you guys. What's everybody? So... <laughs> Before we Twice before we get friend. into Q1 2009, what has everybody been playing this week? Uh, so, no, Jake, go ahead. All right, so I've been playing, you know, just Brawlhall. I had a tournament today. Uh, I didn't do so hot, but we're still gaming. We're still we're still going. And then your classic TFT new set comes out in four weeks. Gross. So I've been playing Deus Ex: Mankind Divided because I just Gross. found out. I just found out. I think it was uh, earlier this month, May 2nd, that Square Enix sold uh, the Deus Ex uh, rights and everything, IP, to another company. The Embracer Group. Yeah. So wait, a little... is Mankind Divided the first one or second one that they did? So the that's, one. that's the second one they did. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was a little disappointed in that, and I just made me really nostalgic and want to play it. Um, 
because I absolutely love the universe. It's fantastic. And I love uh, Jensen. He's a fantastic character. And then Matt, actually, this morning, and I've been really hooked into it, trying to play it today, uh, brought me onto this new game. It's an alpha called uh, Marauders. You know, he called me this yeah, morning. I was playing uh, that. Yeah. It, so it basically think Escape from Tarkov and a post-apocalyptic um, like 80s, 90s uh, setting with uh, space uh, travel, basically. Like you can, you start off like the match starts. You're in your own little ship, and you're trying to either board other ships or board the main thing in the middle and basically loot everything. It's really, it's honestly, it's a lot of fun. You said For 1980s, an and it made me think of Metro automatically. But maybe because maybe the Russian connection was making me think Metro. So yeah, it, it kind of has it because like the the weapon weapon weapons they have are like the mp40 uh the luger like it's very old style weapons and it says it's set in like 1988 i think it's what's the year it's technically set in but it's very it's like the 50s equivalent of the future you know like, like mm-hmm. oh in you know 2000 we're gonna have flying cars and robotic dogs and robotic servants it's kind of like that kind of thing yeah now we got nfts yeah josh are you still re- can you say anything about the game you're reviewing yet Oh Very yeah, three yeah. reviewing. Yeah, Loot River. Yeah, it was. Oh, it's fantastic. So essentially, think of like a over-the-top Dark Souls with roguelike mechanics. Like, essentially, there is the first map is like a very generically a training map, so it never changes. Mm-hmm. And then you die or you defeat the boss, whichever occurs first. And then you you kind of like get this. Okay, you now go into like a pre-generated world or not pre-generated. What's the word? The the, uh, the, it's, it's a dice roll. It's always randomized. Yeah, it's always randomized. Yeah, so it's a, it's a, uh, a roguelite. Yeah, so it's very roguelike features. Um, very hard, and if you die, you basically not go back to the beginning, but like you, you have your like beginning stats and your beginning weapons and stuff like that. It's a really hard game, really fun. How's and the, of course, how's the uh, progression in the boss fights? Because that's always something I look for whenever I'm playing games like that. So it depends on what you do. So like, uh, there's like. Each boss you kill drops like a like a, a trinket basically, and you talk to like the person who basically gives you the ability to come back to life every time, and she like is able to manipulate the world, and you're basically trying to stop this uh, flow of time, or like so you're basically in a, a circled river that keeps going over and over and over again. You're trying to break out of that, so every time you have like these different trinkets, it like creates a different boss and creates these different worlds with different enemies and are more harder stuff depending on how you do the combinations and how the dice is rolled and everything. Are the it's bosses... really good. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. I, just, I have so many questions. No. Are the bosses, is it like Hades where like the bosses are set in stone or are they randomized? Like you might get this boss on the first level. You might get this boss on the fifth level. It's it's so it's so like, okay. So like I said, the training level is the same boss. It's the false King, for example, mm-hmm. If you defeat him, you get the trinket called the False King, or uh, it's like something similar to that. And if you just have that in there, you fight the False King again, but it's in a different labyrinth to get to him. Does he get harder? He does get harder. Okay, okay. Yeah, and then if you beat him again, like I did it, so I beat him the first time, went back to the second time, and even then the NPCs like kind of know what you're doing. Like, you'll go up talk to this one guy, and he's like, why, why are you going to realms where he's, you know, it's his realm? Why would you do that? And you go fight him again. And he doesn't drop the same weapon he had before. He drops the weapon that you had left previously, but it's at a higher tier. So like you start with like a tier one spear or a tier one sword, and then you beat him again. Whichever one you dropped, it goes up to like a tier eleven almost because he's he's really hard the second time around. I was so I was listening to like I think it was some speedrunners or people were talking about the speedrun capabilities of the game, and I hear oh, yeah. I hear a lot of that is like dependent upon which boss you get when. 
Like yes. it's like there's a like apparently there's a harder boss that like if you get him early like that's going to be really good for your run. Yeah, because they'll drop the better loot for you, which means when you go back a second time or go back and do the next one, you have better equipment already. And then also the fact you're not fighting that boss in the game is supposed to be like ramped True. up and harder. True. That, see, I that like speed running games like that always bothers me. Like I remember I got into speed running Hades for a little bit, but it was like there's just so much that's dependent upon the game. Like when you're speed running Metroid, like that's all you. Like the, right. like there may be some random stuff when it comes to like a, a bug or something that you're doing to like get yourself ahead. But like it's like there's a set order. You're not like oh I gotta get this Hades boon. No, it's it, it it's definitely one of those games where you can speed run it. I don't. It's not my cup of tea because it seems like it's almost not impossible. But like you have to learn like every aspect of the game and plan for everything to happen. Mm-hmm. Where. Uh, if you took like an example, if you took like you said Metroid, everything is pretty much set in stone. And there's ways to avoid certain things because people have exploited the crap out of it. Right. And then even then, that, that's not even the best part. I think the best part of the whole entire game, and it was just because it's so different, is you get on these platforms and you control them. So like if you get to like one platform, you can actually move it with your right. Like if you have, I use this uh, controllers. So the right stick moved everything where your left stick moved you. Okay, I was wondering how that worked. Because I remember reading that like the, the standout is those platforms. And yeah. I was wondering with the two thumbsticks, like how much how aggravating that is. Like It's if... really not. Uh, think I can't think of a good example, but someone said basically think with the right stick, it's Tetris basically. Because okay. it's like a Tetris. Like I mean, you can't like rotate them. But as far as moving to go to the right spots, because there are some spots where you actually have to like think about it for a second to be able to progress into smaller, tinier uh, hallways. But oh, it's not like it's like oh, it's so hard I can't beat it. But it's like it's going to require at least a little bit of brain power. I like the sound of it. I'm looking at it on Game Pass right now, and I'm thinking about downloading it. Yeah, and no, it's a lot of fun. It's got the coolest logo I've seen for a game in a while. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, even the opening, uh, the main menu looks pretty cool too. So how soundtrack? Soundtrack. Not, uh, I mean, I've heard better, but it's not terrible either. Okay. All right. Anything else you're playing? No, it's just those two games right now. Okay. So I had my Dune Spice Wars early review, early access review come out. I'm always, I'm never a fan of writing early access reviews because the game is going to change. So someone's going to find that review and be like, this Nick Kaufman person is a dipshit. <laughs> and they'd be right. And they're, they'd be right on many cases. So true. But I, I played a little bit of that. It's fun. I'm excited to get into the multiplayer when it finally does come out. Because playing the playing the PC, like it's one of those games where like if you make if you mess up 20 minutes into it, you're kind of screwed. You're kind of playing catch up the rest of the way when it comes to like a resource or if like a bunch of your guys got eaten by a sandworm. And if you're me, a lot of your guys are getting eaten by a sandworm. So that's fun. That makes also makes me want to watch the movie. So that's queued up on HBO Max after I watch Winning Time tonight. Uh, another game that just came out on Game Pass, I think it's also out on Steam. I'm playing Trek to Yomi, Yami, which I'll, you guys could probably pull this, pull up a video of it. But it is a uh, 2D side scroller indie game. Think, think, uh, th- well, what's that game? Think Limbo or Inside, but from a samurai film perspective. So the movement is very Limbo or Inside. The the combat is, eh, it's so-so. It kind of feels like it could use some work. But it, I'm having a good time with it so far. You're basically, it's a samurai revenge story. You're a young kid. Your sensei gets murdered. You're out for revenge. And you're, the, 
I do wish there were more attacks. I'm only like the first hour into it, so I'm sure there might be more along the way. We'll see. We shall <laughs> see. Uh, let's see. I, I got another game I'm playing. I can't talk about quite yet because I'm on an NDA for it. And then uh, I played some Iron Harvest for the first time in a few weeks. I got some nasty, some nasty meta abusers. One game. So I got this guy twice. The first game, I found like the workaround and like beat his ass, and he quit in the middle of it. Second game, he just threw all the bullshit at me, and I fucking quit. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm out. And that that you'll actually be able to find that ga- those games on YouTube on Monday, right along with this video. But that's where I've been. I wanna, I do wanna check out Citizen. There's a lot of uh, narrative games th- these past few months. So like Nordic was a hot one. Uh, Sleeper, S- Citizen Sleeper, and they're all coming to Game Pass, by the way, which is crazy to me. So. I'm just. I still have my Game Pass. It's ten dollars a month. Have you guys played? By the way, have you guys played Bug Snacks yet? No, but I know what it is. Play Bug Snacks. It's I, so I bought it. I've never played it. It's you, Josh. You have no reason. It's it was free on your PS5. Play that's what that. I'm saying. That's that's what I'm saying. I I bought it for free. I never played it. I need. So I bought it when it came out on Epic. Was that two years ago now? Almost two years ago now. They just came out with new DLC. I want to go back and play it. You guys should play it so we can all have a conversation about it. Yes, I do want uh, to talk about bugs and snacks. Dude, it's so good. Only only if we can bring up the theories into it as well. Yes, yeah, so we can get we can get very info wars about the bug snacks. Alright. All very right, info wars. So that's what we've been playing. Are you guys ready to talk two thousand nine? Two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Two thousand nine. All right, let's do it. All right, first up, all right, so we had a vote on these games. You know what? I'm going to say this is a pretty strong Q1 for how shit of a year it is. It's a very, it's a strong, okay, so quarter one's good, like, decently, and then Q2 kind of starts, like, the dip. It's like, this is the climax of the year, and then it kind of dips so far. All right, Josh, what's first? We got February 17th, Street Fighter 4. Street Fighter 4, my goodness. I can't That's believe- right, everyone. We, we finally got a sequel at this point. Not like an add-on, not a DLC, not a different version with more stuff. An actual game. Did were pe- I mean, did people like this art style when it come out? Came out? I don't remember. Eh, I think there was like mixed feelings about it, but it took them forever to go from um, Street Fighter Four, Street or Street Fighter Three to Street Fighter Four, I believe. So for those who don't, see- sorry, go ahead, Jake. I'm trying to see when Street Fighter 3 came out. So for those who don't know, Street Fighter is a very popular fighting uh, fighting game series that really took off at 2 uh, from Capcom. Uh, and then when 2 came out, they did a bunch of weird stuff like, what what are the different versions called? Like Street Fighter 2 Ultra? like Turbo HD yeah, Remix, Turbo, Tournament yeah. Edition. I mean, there's like 3,000 different versions. Okay, so this came out 2009. Street Fighter 3 came out in 1997. So about a twelve-year gap. Yeah, yeah. Because at that point, like they released all the different versions of two and three. I think they even threw a few editions of one, possibly. I don't. I just know two is like the game that everybody doesn't shut up about because there's like seventeen different versions of it. Three has like five or seven different versions. Heck, even this eventually gets like four or five different versions, not including the different consoles. Super Street Fighter. Well, and I think the reason this is so like like Jake said, 12 years gap. So people were like, oh, new Street Fighter. But also, I'd say this is modernized Street Fighter because what, what what was 3? Three? 3 was out when arcades were still a thing. Yep. yep. 
97 would have been PlayStation? Yeah, originally released as a coin-operated arcade machine in 1997. So now we're talking, we're, we're here like three years, two years, or yeah, three, four years into the Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, Wii era. And now we're finally getting a Street Fighter. And I mean, people like this one. I don't know why they like it, but they like it. They liked it better than 3. They like it better than 5. But I also think 5 came out like incomplete without, without well, a story. It, and then they announced the new Street Fighter coming out. Oh, I still love the um, I love the jokes about the logo, the logo. being made, <laughs> being made yeah. in Photoshop. It looks like a Photoshop amateur made it in one of those YouTube videos. And then when I saw it, yeah, I was like, um, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, they're right. Oh, I'm disgusted by this guy's belly jiggling. It's making uh, my tummy jiggle. Yeah, I'm just looking at. Oh, I want to click off this fight, Josh. How, what what is your experience with the uh, the Street of Fighter? Uh, I've learned this this game, or not this game in particular, but Street Fighter is the genre of, like, the reason of genres that I avoid, like, online multiplayer fighting games, because you either get the one person who spams the same crap over and over again where you can't move, or you end up fighting somebody who knows every single combo that stun locks you completely from being able to do anything. I tried that with Tekken 7, and people are no joke in that game online. Oh, gee, it was fun, but damn. I was playing uh, Eddie, you know, just doing the whole button mashing, thinking I can make, you know, make some wins with it, but no, it doesn't work out that way. Fan favorite and fan of the podcast, Eddie Guerrero being mentioned. There you go, Jake. Mm -hmm. He listens. Eddie Guerrero listens. Not so can, I, can anybody guess, though, how many new characters they added into this game? In four? Yeah. I, I think four was the one where they weren't really adding two. I'd say probably like ten. Okay, not including DLC, of course. I think they may have added some in DLC, but just right off the bat. So without DLC, I'd probably say like six. That is correct. It is six. Holy shit, that was a wild guess. Woo! I just figured, you know, 12 years, you don't want to like scare people. You want to bring in, you want to bring in all your heavy hitters and then maybe six new kids. I think that Smash kind of did something. Yeah, so like. I, I agree with you, Nick. I don't understand why this is the like a, a fan not a fan favorite. I don't understand why it was so good. Like it's it's just a modernized version of Street Fighter. I, mean, I can get it. It's something new you're bringing to the table. It's not like Super Street Fighter Two Turbo HD Remix Turbo Deluxe whatever. But I think yeah. what it comes down to is whenever like a competitive game like this is popular. My money is on the fact that people probably think it's pretty balanced. Like you're always gonna have you're always gonna have your fringe people who are fans of the Riddler on the Batman, and also they're like, "Oh, this is broken, unplayable game." Capcom wins the update. You're always gonna have those people, but I I would imagine this game was pretty fucking balanced if people were sticking to it and still stick to it over five. I mean, have you guys ever? You guys know what Moment Thirty Seven is, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I it's the um oh, I watched it. I watched a video of it. it. It was a tournament it was a tournament moment where somebody did a move with Chun, or someone dodged all of Chun-Li's kicks yeah. that are very hard to dodge, right? Is yeah, that what it is? Yeah, yeah. That's a yep. Oh, it's oh my god, if you watch it. Well, I, like not not only is it what well, I don't think it's like hard to dodge, but with the crowd like all around you in a tournament moment, like there's no way that someone could pull that off with all and that stress and like hype behind them. 
and weren't the announcers like basically like, oh yeah, he's lost this one. Like, weren't they? Didn't they completely give up on him and everything? Well, I don't think they completely gave up on him, but like looking at the health bar, like it's like okay, we you know he's he's not gonna come back from this. And those Chun Li, like you have to like time it out just right. And she has like how many kicks in that move? That's a lot. But like people have like you know tried pulling it off um, themselves, just fighting somebody or you know fighting a bot. But like it's easy. It's actually really easy to do. But it was just the moment that you're doing it in a damn tournament. With, yeah, with like basically you're one hit away from the loss. Yeah. Yeah, now you now I want to go back and watch it after the show. Anything else about Street Fighter? I did, I remember seeing this on the 3DS when the 3DS was brand new and like turning the 3D on and seeing, like I thought it looked pretty good on 3DS. So quick, quickly, just uh, for plot reasons, can anybody guess where this sits in the plot? Because I'm going to tell you right now, it's not 100% in order. I'm going to guess so. I, nobody gives a shit about first one, so I'm not even going to put that on the timeline. I'm going to guess it's right before two. Uh, it's actually after two. Okay. Before five, because three is set in the future. Yeah. We're, we're they, moving they on. They pulled a devil may cry. <laughs> we're Get me out of here. We're moving on. All right, Josh, what's the next one? February 26th, the greatest RTS to ever come out, Halo Wars. I don't know about well, what the gray is. Okay, I, okay. If we're gonna be real, to be real quick about this. Halo Wars is by far my favorite, and I think I it's mean, just because it has nostalgic to it, a nostalgic nod towards one of my favorite universes. I think it's like one of the first. Well, actually, no, probably not, because you probably played Command and Conquer with the controller. Well, yeah. So, I mean, I played. Well, I played Command and Conquer before it even was came to console, so. I think it's just like a fan favorite of yours because like you can relate to it being in the Halo universe. Like, oh, I know what this is. I know what that is. And that Command and Conquer when it's just like, oh, I don't know who this guy is. So some fun facts about Halo Wars is made by Ensemble Studios, who did all the Age of Empires, but they got wasted in 2009. Like they, right before the release of this game, uh, they were owned by Microsoft after 2001. So, uh, Read the room, folks. <laughs> you got that Microsoft squeeze. This was so. For those who don't know, Halo is a fir- Halo started out as a first-person shooter series. Let me rewind you though. Before Bungie was acquired by Microsoft, they were originally designing Halo as an RTS. So it's pretty cool to see them take that, take that concept and be like, "Hey, we could do that," and do a pretty fucking good job at it. Like people, people still play this game to this day. They even remastered it. They remastered yep. it and they yeah, gave the it a edition. Which yeah, it was I, fun. I still want that sequel to come to Steam. Hey, three four three studios, if you're listening, it's not like you're helping consult with the Halo show because they don't want you to. What put Halo, Halo Wars Two is not on Steam? No, no, it's, it's only through the pass. Xbox app. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and the, and the, so, but the first one is though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. So, so Microsoft is drinking that Steam Kool Aid. I just want to have it in the same spot. I don't need to have everything like, on Steam, but like just to have no, the sequel and the original together would be nice. I would like to have it on there just because I've tried getting on recently to play Halo Wars 2. Because in my opinion, it's still a good game. The campaign wasn't as good, but as far as like mechanics and everything go, new character or new leaders, new you know units, it's a great game. Just not a lot of people play it. So like when I unfortunately play it, playing with people who are like they that's the only game they ever play ever, <laughs> and, you get and they just yeah they stomp me within the first three minutes. I'm good. I'm not that good. So more people. So this this game, early 2009. I think this was 
Was this the first year that there were multiple Halo titles in the same year? I think so. Took, yeah, I think Halo doesn't Reach come out? Because ODST, no, ODST. ODST comes out later this year. But I, 2008, there was no Halo. 2007, it was just three. And then if you go, like, this is the first year where like multiple Halos came out on yeah. the 360 or the Xbox family of consoles. Guys, it's a great RTS. Uh, it's a shame the studio shut down because there's they have so much history in the RTS genre. Mm-hmm. And now you see like Age of Empires being helmed by Relic coming in and doing that for Relic. Or I'm sorry, for Microsoft, who I guess owns the IP. Um, yeah, anything else to add about Halo Wars? I think it's crazy that Halo Wars 2 story was basically used to set up Halo Infinite. Yeah, so for those who don't know, Halo Wars, for this one here, takes place 20 years before the events of Halo Combat Evolved. And then the Halo Wars 2 picks up after this one, right? No, Halo Wars 2 is like... Oh God! Is it thirty? But it's because it's closer. Because they okay. Spoiler alert! Spoiler right now. At the end of this one, they had to use the warp drive to destroy the fleet. uh, The 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 fleet that the floods trying to or the uh, the covenant's trying to get. So they basically all have to go into cryo sleep because they have no way of getting back home quickly. So they're like drifting in space for years. And so then, you're saying that I won't be able to see Master Chief's ass in this game? That is uh, correct. You'd have to you'd have to get a specific mod from the Steam uh, Workshop for that. Jay. It's 28 years after the events of Halo Wars, and after shortly the after ass. the events of Halo Five. Okay, this is number two. So yeah, I couldn't remember the year exactly, but it's like it's much further into the future because they had been drifting for that long. Yeah, because the events at the end of this one are picked up in another game. I forget which one, but then. Halo Wars 2 picks up after that game. I'm forgetting makes... I'm forgetting which one it is cuz it's one of those it's one of those isometric like top down third third Oh, it was the ones. it was it was the first uh was it Spartan Assault? Is that what it was it called? Might, it might have been one of those. Oh yeah, that was like the one that was like kind of free, I think, or was it free? I think but it was free it was for a limited time. It's just super limited. weird how like yeah. the stories blend. Like, okay, you want it, here's the story in RTS. Oh, you want to continue that story? You're gonna have to play this third person shooter top down. Yep. It's like, all right, Microsoft. Here's my dollar. You sons of bitches. Anything else on Halo Wars, boys? Uh, so, Ensemble didn't do any of the DLC. It was done by Robot Entertainment. Hmm. What? Have, what I didn't they know on? that. Are they just like an in-house, like, hey, we need you to finish this. We need you to finish the fight, Robot Studios. <laughs> I actually don't know. I'm just reading this now. I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, and the first DLC package was called Strategic Options, which added three new multiplayer modes. Hmm. That's what RTS needs, more multiplayer modes. There's not enough. They have a, a mode called Keep Away, uh, which is similar to Capture the Flag. I didn't realize. I Honestly, I just remember playing Deathmatch, Team Deathmatch, uh, and I forget what the other one was that was like really big. Yo, some of these like capture the flag and RTS sounds like it'd be fun. Pain. All right, All right kids. Josh, what's next? All right, February twenty seventh. The next day, we had the sec. Well, actually, it was probably at the time first best first person shooter on the PS three, Killzone two. Oh, I'm groaning at this. Uh, this is Gorilla. St- this was Gorilla Studios before. Before they liked making um, the uh, Horizon game and being overshadowed by Zelda and Elden Ring. 
both times. <laughs> Jesus. This game, uh, you know, this game had a chip on its shoulder coming out because it had that E3 trailer from, I think, three or four years before it came out where people were like, oh, my God, is that, is that in-game? Is that in-engine? Oh, my God, what? And it's then, like, weren't they saying that it was supposed to be like the Halo killer? That was the first Every- one. And then this every one, game was trying to be the Halo killer, Jake. And then this one, they just got away from it. They're like, "We're we're not trying to kill Halo. We're just trying to be our own. We're kill zone. We're kill this zone." This is the damage. flagship of the PS3. Oh, I skip four. I mean, just, I mean, now in hindsight, this looks bleh. But you know, once upon a at time, at the time, it was great. Actually, I remember great on in, eight, in 1080. <laughs> I remember seeing the trailer when it was finally coming out, and this is the reason why I bought a PS3. See, I. I like there were two shooters for this at, for PS3 at this time. It was the Resistance series and this. And I definitely prefer the Resistance series. It has definitely had more interesting stuff going on there. I don't know. This this has one of the coolest scenes in my opinion. Well, I say coolest, but it's more like a the heroic sacrifice moments. Spoil it. Game's 13 years old. Spoil. Yeah, we're going to spoil it right now, everyone. So there's a point where the Hellgast attack your flagship, and the main character from the first game, I believe, is the like the, the colonel who's leading your uh, force against them. Mm-hmm. And in a last-minute-ditch uh, effort to stop them from taking over your flagship basically sets the self-destruct button and uh, sets off the ship to blow up, and you have to escape from it and everything. It's really cool. It's, it's sad, ha- but it's really Halo. cool. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, looking at this, I do like, so for those watching the video, uh, the first, it's a first-person shooter. Like Josh said, it was supposed to be a Halo killer on the PS2. It didn't work out. This one was big because of its the cutscene I mentioned before. But in the tra- in the video we're watching, anytime he ducks behind cover, like he lifts the gun kind of like, I mean, it, it reacts to the surfaces around him, which I think is cool, which you don't really see in a lot of shooters. You know, what usually... about the the guns in this game is that like it, it's like a secondary feature to every gun almost. Yeah, I, I did like yeah. that because uh, you you have the Hellgas rifle, which you can I think set the burst, or I think it's like fire. I, there was a shotgun where you could blast everything yeah, out. Shotgun once. rifle, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I I always did a, I did like the gunplay feels good at it. I will say that. It's an overall. It's it's a, okay. So yes, it doesn't uh, back back in the day it looked good. Now, yeah, but it's very brown and gray. Let's face it. This was the last good kill zone. You didn't like three, or uh, Liberty. So Liberty, I didn't like too much. It was just you know, eh. Where three, I liked it at first, but then it kind of like went off. It jumped the shark. Didn't they do a turn-based kill zone? Yes, that was yeah. on the PSP. Mm. Uh, we, we covered that back. I think it was 2007. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yucky, gross. I mean, this looks I fine. Was, I don't think it was 100% turn based. I can't remember the top of my head, but I, yeah, pretty, yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty crappy. Anyway, yeah, so I, I still think Killzone 2 is my favorite. Killzone 1 right behind it. Killzone 3 and then... Yo, uh, Killzone 1, did, did Killzone 2 add a jump button? Killzone 1 did not have a jump button. I think this does have a jump button. Because if jump was replaced with lift yourself up on a corner or something like that. Yeah. I think this if this one didn't do it, it was definitely three. And you anything else to suck kill zones balls before we move on, Josh? Nah, we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done it's with it. It's good. It's good. I'm done with the kill zone nuts. What we got next? 
Uh, we jump into March, everyone. March 6th, we've got Tom Clancy's Hawks. All right. I don't know, but Hawk. I'm going to quiz both of you. What does Hawks stand for? It's H-A-W-X for those listening. High altitude high, warfare high or something. altitude uh, war kangaroos. Both I just know high altitude warfare. I just don't remember quit. what the X stands for. So Tom, for the kids listening, Tom Clancy was an author, and they did Ubisoft did some Tom Clancy video games. They were mainly first person and third person shooters. Around this time, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, they were experimenting, and they ended up doing an air battle game, which we need. We're gonna say Top Gun Maverick a few times, so SEO picks us up, and anytime someone searches Top Gun Maverick or Highway to the Danger Zone, they'll find us. I pl- I love the hell out of this game, by the way. I love this hard. one. The second one I didn't like so much, but this one was fantastic. So it is very hard. I like it. So Ace Combat has like an anime lean on it, and this does not have that at all. This is very, very combat-based, very almost sim simmy, I would say. I, simmy, yeah. I haven't played anything else like it, so I, I don't want people to be like, Simmy, this is the most arcade fucking shit I've ever seen. It's just air dog fights, my guys. It's fun. It was tough. Sim? Sims? Are you saying Sims flying game? Sims <laughs> simulators? My, my sim, he's just stuck in the air. What I wish, because I know we had this growing up, but I wish we had that special uh, stick controller. Yeah. That would make it so much fun just fucking hitting the button to fire the missiles. Uh, this guy's a bad flyer. I don't know why he's so low. I, like, I enjoy... You, when are you a good flyer, Nick? Like I said, this was... It was just something different compared to like what else they were doing because the other games they were putting out around this time were Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell. I think it was Double Agent was around this time. Yep, Double Great Agent. Game. People loved Graw. Graw was okay. Uh, uh, the Rainbow Six crew was doing a long extended weekend in Vegas. That was fun too. Yeah. So, hey, Vegas 1 and 2 were great. I loved the terrorist hunt. They were all Especially fine. It was just here. very same. But you know what? I do prefer that era. I prefer that era of Ubisoft compared to the era now where everything's like, climb the tower. Here's all the shit around you. Go do it. NFTs, NFTs, NFTs. Gotta get these NFTs. Oh, Jake, good good looking out for the SEL. Good, 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 good. <laughs> Jesus. Can't, I, mean, I can't stand it. I So one thing I don't understand, too, once they get so political about their shit, like the, like, the whole reason... Uh, Rainbow Six Siege didn't get a campaign was the whole um, terrorist issue at the time. Like, oh, we're just going to go ahead and cancel the campaign. Okay, well, guys, calm down. It's a game. It's not real life. Like, well, see, that's the funny thing because you say they, it was very political, but Ubisoft, anytime like something comes up, like, like for example, like one of the recent Watchdog games, like there was like it was pointing towards like some stuff some tech CEOs were doing. They're like, guys, we're not getting really political with this one. We're just having fun with it. And I hate it when games don't like take a side. There's like, hey, we're just gonna pl- kind of play it in the middle, even though you know they're tiptoeing like towards one side. Reliance, yeah. It's like, I come mean, on, Ubisoft. Well, let's face it though, Ubisoft has been a lot of controversy too. At this point, like we're starting to get into the point where people are starting to realize that um, not as much at the time because obviously the biggest one was uh, uh, what's that game they came out with? We were just talking about it, Nick with the tech stuff. With the Watch Dogs. Oh, Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs. Watch I, think, Dogs. I think it was Watch Dogs Legion. Or Watch Dogs yeah. 2, one of those two. 
uh, two was that part, but the, remember the trailers for one when it looked so good. Yep, yep. Yeah, that, that was a big, yeah. that was a big issue. It looked so great, and it just downgrade. And like they were, they were <laughs> the even doing it for these. The they were doing it for these games even, but people weren't realizing it as much because they were older consoles too, and people were like, okay, we're gonna give it a break. Well, we're told like the Xbox One and the PS4 are, like top notch to be able to show everything, and they gave you just that, and it's like, well, wait a minute. Why, what's what's going on? And then they came back and like, oh yeah, that you know that's just not possible. And then they purposely downgraded the PC version. Like, that's the kind of shit. Like, why? Just give us what we want, or don't show it to us like that. Watchdog ones should have been so cool. Being should've set in been. Chicago and all should have been awesome. It should have been a home run. But yeah, and then Ubisoft on top of like their sexual assault allegations and um, yep. just a toxic workplace. But at the end of the day, it's going to be the same shit where everywhere else that some other bigger player is going to come in and swoop them up buy it up they're going to settle whatever issues they have in-house and then that'll be the end of it until the next one but this also about, about these planes i like the, <laughs> the weapon variety <laughs> you got me started on ubisoft josh how dare this you? assassin's creed is Wait. different because it's in a different age hold on do you guys say ubisoft or ubisoft Ubisoft. Uh, I say UB. I say UB too. I've I've heard it, but I've heard it both ways. But I do say it UB. All right. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, and I think I saw it in the beginning too when they were showing all the companies. They had a lot of like the aerodynamic companies, like Boeing and uh, GOIs and stuff like that. They had all these huge companies like G-O-I. get involved with this, like right? Like it was all like top notch. Like they try to make it as realistic as possible. Well, I think well, that. What's the- companies they kind of had to because they're going to show their planes and shit well, that's what i'm saying though but didn't isn't that like wasn't that like a huge deal because no other like usually you don't get like so realistic but they got to the point where they started bringing all these you know aerodynamic companies like boeing into the game just to like make it i guess as realistic as possible right because it was supposed to be like really top-notch everything that makes me wonder if you can't. That makes me wonder if you're not supposed to be able to find this on shelves anymore because those those licensing agreements do expire, and it gets to a certain point where you're like, "Yeah, we're not renewing this." And then, so I mean, that's what happens to like the Gran Turismo's and Forzas of the world. Oh, Porsche's pulling out. We got to pull out Forza Seven. Goodbye. By the way, yep. did you? I was watching this trailer just now. Look at the Grawl guys down there. Was there supposed yeah. to be a Tom Clancy multiverse? <laughs> Yeah, so this is actually, in an interview, Nick, they actually said that uh, it's set in between Raw 2 and End War. Hmm. I was going to say End War, yeah. That's pretty cool. I'm mad we didn't, like, get it fully realized, but that's still really cool. I mean, I feel I feel like a lot of the Ubisoft games are kind of, like, similar in, in the same universe, because, honestly, it's all warfare and military stuff. I'm sure that... Uh, what was the game? What was that game called? The one where there was a virus. Oh, um, isn't there a new Rainbow Six one that has a virus? Or no, uh, the, you're talking the Division. Yeah, Division. Division. Yeah, uh, I'm sure that you know you're still playing like similar people that were. You know, well, I mean, Siege. Siege has uh, Sam Fisher, and he's not called Sam Fisher, but he's in it. Yeah, he's called something else. No, the, the minute they made the Division a looter, a, a loot shooter, I was out. I was like, I don't need. I wanted this to be super realistic. I didn't need the, oh, here's this mercenary. The numbers are popping above his head. Go, go, go. Like like you had me at, oh, hey, New York has been rat. Well, you can't. <laughs> the timing on that game. They time If that had co- tried to come out in 2020, that would have been kabosh. Yeah, that would have been fucking kabosh. <laughs> they would have been like, we can't put this fucking game out, you guys. 
But you had me when you're like, oh yeah, New York City's been ravaged, and I was like, yes, let's go. And New York was bad around COVID times. And you got, and they're like, oh, and by the way, that shooting that guy in the head's not going to kill him. This is a looter shooter. No, that was my response when I found that out. It looked so cool, and then I found that out. I was like, yeah, I'm out. It's not for me, dog. We moving on? <laughs> yeah, let's move on while we can. While we can, before somebody goes off on a dichotomy. What's next? We're going to end it. Part one, everyone. March 13th. No. Resident Evil 5. Josh, if you're going to say it, Josh, try it again. But this time, say it like I just hit the start button and the game's getting ready to start. Resident Evil 5. Okay. So this did come out on Friday the 13th of that year. Is it really Friday the 13th? Yes. Oh, shit, I didn't realize that. I love it. Um, and, of course, now to get the best it. scene of the whole entire... Well, one of the best scenes of the whole entire... Punch that damn boulder! Freaking... Okay, so, for those who don't know, Resident Evil is a survival horror series. Uh, Resident Evil 5 was the second... Tri- well, the second game in the series to do third-person behind the back after Resident Evil 4 did it so well. It stars Chris Redfield and then his partner, Shiva. Uh, people were love it or hate it with the co-op because if you didn't have a friend to play with the ai was garbage oh yes she was the um to to keep things complicated capcom introduced a new uh plague virus variant called the uh, the ouroboros instead of sticking with the las plagas or t or g or one of the millions of viruses that umbrella has put out irresponsibly they're like oh yeah ouroboros and we just all fucking said sure (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah, whatever, whatever yeah, man. Sure. And yeah, this basically just this scene right now. If you're watching the video, is basically like the Resident Evil Four intro, like intro equivalent. scene, yeah. equivalent. Oh, we're it's the village scene. A house. We gotta, we gotta fight them off. They're, all I have is a pistol. Yeah, we're basically we're gonna barricade this house and we're gonna run one from a big guy with basically. I think this guy had the axe, right? He wasn't the chainsaw. No, it's a hammer. Hammer. But it is the equivalent of that. It's like, we're going to upgrade just a bit. Well, and, you know, I think as time passes, this game is aged better than what people thought. Honestly, like, yes, the AI is garbage. But, oh, yep, there's Hammer Boy right there. But, I mean, this, like, 13-year-old game, this still looks great. Oh, yeah. It, it definitely has not, I mean, it has not aged terribly. It looks good. It still plays good. The AI is still garbage, but they've obviously tweaked it enough that it's not complete garbage but it's there's also, mods for it. it's also just so forgettable i think anything not involving web wemsker or jill uh, it's wesker by the way anything not involving wesker uh jill or chris is just like this little village area like i couldn't tell you like resident evil 4 i could tell you about the village and the castle not so much the island at the end but you remember those and that's i think that's kind of the thing about the resident evil series like yes you have those great characters but you need to have a great area. Resident Evil 1 had the mansion. mansion 2 and yeah. 3 had Raccoon City. Which were both, and even then, Raccoon City, you had the police station, you had the clock tower, you had the hospital. And then you get into 4, which had the village and the castle, which were both great. Uh, Code Veronica had the island that everybody loved. Like mm-hmm. Anyone who's played that like swears by that, that scene or that area. This, not so much. And, and, and you know what? You see it in 7 an eight like you see a focus on the area a little more over character and i think 
this game, I think where five failed was they were like, people love Chris. Let's just focus on Chris and the action. And oh. this just this area right here just feels so forget. I could jump ahead and probably find another forgettable area. I can't even it's, think it's about village, other dude. parts besides like maybe when you fight Jill and Wesker at the same time. You know what? You know what scene I remember? The fucking yeah, the Jill scene where you're fight like Jill and Chris are going to fight Wesker because they're in they're in uh, the old guy oh, Spencer's thinking- mansion, which is a, an exact replica of the first mansion. Yeah, and, it, and that's only, really- only DLC, right? Because uh, you yeah, only see the- cuts. You get the cutscene, but it's all DLC if you want to play it, right? Out. And you know why that stands out? Because that scene's fucking. That fucking area is fucking bonkers. Then this is the like they changed the inventory in this too. Like it was so stupid. Like before yeah. you had the box and it was great, but I get why they did this because they were trying to make it cooperative. So I get it. But rather than giving us, you know, you know, enjoyed in the fourth one, they give it this weird. We're gonna give you nine slots. That's it. Well, and in and this you can't really pause the game. It's like, hey, mom, I can't eat dinner right now because I can't pause the fucking game. Killing Wesker, mom. God, mom, I'm killing even, Wesker. Oh man, don't even get me started on six, dude. Six is a mess. Yeah. The, uh, your phone, your phone was your inventory. Outbreak was a better online experience than five. I miss Outbreak. I said it. I said it. I miss Outbreak. I miss Outbreak. Oh, both that and File Two, both were fantastic multiplayer uh, experiences. Can't really talk about Resident Evil Five without the race issues. Uh, white guy showing up and shooting um, black folks in Africa. Wait a minute! I brought this up last week when we were talking. Oh, about we can't, you no, said we couldn't yeah, do this. this? Yeah, you're thinking our I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like that was that was an issue. I think the trail, like the trailer from this from like four or five years ago, or from four or five years before, like people were like, uh, "Guys, can we do this? Can we, can we do this?" And they still did it. Uh, yeah, that's very. It's one of those weird issues. We won't get into it. There are other podcasts for that, but. Show the meme. I just wanted to bring it up. No, we're t- no, not yet, Jake. It's news. We ha- so we have a meme later. We'll do the meme after the news. Anything right. else on Resident Evil Five? The bosses are okay. Uh, I didn't care for that that boss, that like boat guy. Yeah, the boat one was stupid. I, I really liked the ah the one girl. I forget her name. She's like wearing a dress and then like she completely transforms. Like, yeah, you're talking on the boat where you have to. I think that was the yep. that was a guy though. Yeah, that was a guy. The one in the the Nick the one Nick's talking about is, I think you're like in a cave or something. No, no, he's talking about when you're on the ship heading towards the the launch site. You, yeah, that's, that's that rich white guy. Yeah, the no, rich, the rich white oh, guy. The rich white guy. He turns into like this big watery, like this big thing, and like you're fighting it on the water with harpoons. Yeah. No, no, no. There's so there's a oh, you're on top I know of the tanker. About. You're on top of yeah. the tanker and you fight her. Okay, she's really yeah. Cool. You're like in a, a fuel. That being said, oil, besides oil rig something. besides yeah. the Wesker one, a lot of them are very forgettable, especially after the bangers that were all four. Like the U three, U three was crazy. I still think my favorite like mechanic in the whole game is shooting a rocket at Wesker and him catching it and holding it in his hand. Or not like holding, but like he's like like trying to stop it, and then if you shoot it, it blows up. Otherwise, once it dies down, I think he turns around and throws it at you. Oh, did you drop this? Did you drop? It's this? just cool. It's just cool because like we basically make Wesker an Agent Smith, and he's unstoppable. Like, come on. Yeah, he gives a trench coat. Come we, on. We make him an Agent Smith, and somehow Chris Redfield can still kick his ass. Just saying. Fucking Chris. 
Anything else about Resident Evil 5? No, I think they added... Either. I think that one of the scene where he throws his glasses, they put that in the damn shitty movie. <laughs> oh, the newest one? <laughs> yeah. I still need to watch no, it. No, 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 not the newest one. No, uh, the one where you uh, beat him in, and he's on the boat in jail. Not, not jail, but the main character. Alice. Alice. Yeah, she fights him, and he throws it. Like It's yeah. him. Yeah, it's, I think it's her, like, Chris, the movie and Claire, It's like 3D right? or something, so they're yeah. like, oh, let's put the glasses and throw them in 3D. Yeah, and it's like, it's her, Chris, and Claire fighting her, basically. The the fact that they try to put moments in games in the movie just blows just, my damn mind. Just let it go. <laughs> we should all watch that new movie and just have an episode where no, we No, I am it. not watching that let's movie Let's have an episode again. where we should have... The- Okay. Okay. The I, biggest waste of time. I've, I've read the screenplay and I know it's bad, but I'm ready to watch it. <laughs> All right, let's do it. I'll, I'll sit down. But this is the only time we'll ever watch it. After that, I'm done. We're no more Resident Evil. Rather watch the Jake. Mark Wahlberg Transformers again. So have <laughs> you seen wait, which one? Oh, I've only seen the first one. You've seen that Resident Evil, right, Jake? Yes. Okay. So then Josh and I need to watch it. Is all, I thought you guys went to go see it. We were going we to. About, it. We, we were going the timing to. Timing never worked. Oh out. yeah, don't waste your money. <laughs> I'll spend five dollars get it on Amazon. All right, yeah, I'll get it for free. We'll 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 plan that out. We'll plan that out for the future. Keep an eye out for that. Uh, who is ready for news? Oh, I am. Get, Read all about it. Latest football scores. Morning paper. Morning star. Paper mister. It's time for old news. Josh, uh, announce the news like I just press start and we're, we're starting the game. News, news. There we go. All right, here we go. Uh, January 29th, 31st. Ensemble, we, I spoiled this early. Ensemble Studios, creators of Age of Empire series, shut down after 15 years of service. Imagine that. You're going, you're going, you're going. So 15, 2009, what was 15 years from 2009? Is that 90, 20, uh, 94? Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going, you're going. Seven years in, you get bought up by Microsoft, and then you just fucking you put out some games, and then they fucking shut you down. I'd like to think, I'd like to think if they were, like, let's say if they were found in 2004, and then they had the success that they had, I think they'd still be around because Age of Empires 4 just came out. Like yep. RTS, like it's still very niche, but it's like starting to you're starting to see titles pop up like people broke off from uh blizzard and frost giants making a game there's like three or four like smaller devs that broke off from the starcraft 2 team and they're like doing their own thing so and then you have everyone around them like you have dev you have mods for the original starcraft building a game uh it's it's very funny how like all these groups it's kind of like it's kind of like a sh- when you watch a show like Oh, if you watched Community, you're like, oh, there's Donald Glover. That guy's pretty cool. And then, like, he broke away, and now he's doing, like, his he's got his rap career, and now he's doing Atlanta. You see Danny Putty. He was in some other NBC shows. Uh, he's also in an Apple show. You see, like, you see all the, you, like, you get what I'm saying. Now you're saying, yeah. So I, I think they'd still be around, but RIP to them. I'm sure they all, it's a talented group of people, so I'm sure they all found work. What's next, Josh? Uh, February 3rd to the 5th, Crytek, the developers of Far Cry and Crisis, of course, uh, buys Free Radical Design, the developers of the Time Splitter series, and renames them to Crytek UK. And so I was looking this up. It looks like, so UK did the Crisis port to 
uh, consoles. Mm-hmm. And they also did Crisis 2. <laughs> and then they did Crisis 3. So I don't know what the original Crisis team was doing, but they're like, you guys can do the other ones. We're fucking doing this oh, when we're getting they, the fuck out. They're, they're all just sitting there screaming at people. Why is this not done yet? Why do we not have Crisis for the consoles? What is going on? And so those guys now are doing... Um, Looks like they're doing an untitled Time Splitters game, so it kind of looks like they're getting back into their roots. So good for them to have uh, got acquired and then now like bounce back and be like, yeah, you know that thing we were good at? We're going to do that one again. Was it Time Splitters, the arcade machine game that you could play? Or was that Time Crisis? I think that was Time Crisis you're thinking of. Time okay, Split- great. I, I, was, I forget exactly what's set out by Time Splitters. It's a series that I've never actually touched. I can't remember too much either, to be honest. <laughs> I think it's just a very cartoony shooter. I think when I think of time crisis or time splitters, now you got me doing it. I think of Serious Sam. I kind of put them like on the same level. Or which, Duke Nukem. Which I'm sure there's someone screaming at me like, motherfucker, did you just compare time splitters to Serious <laughs> Sam? What is your address? This... I'm going to kick your ass. We're going to beat this motherfucker right now. Which I say, if someone cares that much, come beat my ass. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please come beat, beat my, my ass, ass. dad. <laughs> Uh, February 4th through 6th, Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment acquired Snowblind Studios, developer of Baldur's Gate, Dark Alliance, and they would go on to do a Lord of the Rings RPG that did not did not slap, so they got squeezed into the Monolith company who uh, did the Shadow of Mordor games. Didn't they announce that Baldur's Gate coming out soon? Uh, I'd have to I'd have to look. I'm not Wait, didn't on Baldur's that. Gate 3 just come out like within the past year or two? Who owns that IP though? great question i couldn't i couldn't like it's crazy how much ip just like fucking changes hands <laughs> let's see Baldur's uh, Baldur's Gate. Gate 3 was 2020 was it, it's, it's still in early access ago. isn't it no i thought it was out early access finally i thought it was in early access like for a couple years so then 2020 came when out. It got out yeah Rig- originally I developed could be by bioware that. atari revealed that dog beam would remake the game originally developed so here let me find three yeah three was larian studios yeah larian studios and they are who are they owned by doesn't say here developer and publishers larian studios but yeah so the larian studios are the divinity original sin guys so this is all starting to make sense it's just crazy that i guess this fucking Baldur's Gate IP is just like floating around <laughs> willy nilly. Anybody can do it. Hey, you guys want it? Take it. Or, have actually, it. no, we're going to go with a Jimmy. Everybody's doing it. Bouncy, bouncy, bouncy. bouncy. You know, I watched that episode the other day. But, <laughs> I uh, did too. Everybody's doing it. <laughs> or the, the nope. fad, the fad freakers. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. The music in that episode is just great. Uh, March 10th, 5th British Academy Video Game Awards honoring games released in late 2007 to 2008. Best game going to Super Mario Galaxy. I could see that. Yep. Uh, yep. Most awards was Call of Duty Modern Warfare with three. They had three. They had seven nominations tied with Grand Theft Auto 4. Surpri- you know what? I'm honestly surprised 4 didn't beat them out. But for, like Call of Duty 4 was just fucking mind-boggling at the time. I think people like really like rode that multiplayer and what oh, it was yeah. doing. Now, now we look at it and we're like, oh, this is bullshit. Get the fuck, get the shit out of here. <laughs> oh, no, what's really funny is I've been seeing all these articles like 
speak like a little the reason vanguard didn't do as good as call of Duty black yeah. Gun, or uh, uh cold war and i'm like how about the reason you can't sell games better than call of duty uh barn warfare 2 like let's face it after that everything just kind of went downhill well, slowly isn't their next one modern warfare 2 it's well so that I don't know if it's officially 100% announced. It's it is because they, they, they showed the logo and everything. Like, it's it's official. But I think they're either not – I don't think it's coming out the end of the year maybe. I think they're going to give it a year. So they're well, doing, yeah, so they're, they're breaks now, like longer breaks. They're doing yeah. one this year, and then they're taking 2023 off, which is good because there's been a Call of Duty every year since, what, 2006, 2007? Yeah. yeah actually before that might be like 2005 so we can they can finally rest their bones like can you imagine those three those three what is that that sledgehammer that's infinity Infinity ward Ward, and then who are the uh treyarch like just yeah fucking running on their (laughs) hamster wheels for the last 15 (laughs) zombies they want zombies we gotta make zombies (laughs) well hold on and i'm gonna get it i'm gonna get attacked for this we all know and it's not just them it's any company that basically releases a game every other year every year copy and paste guys come on like be original like i know that it's different companies but they're all doing copy and paste for a while to steal Sports games to steal a, to steal a meme from the internet josh how dare you say something so brave yet so i know but I, I just i knew i was gonna get attacked <laughs> for it but you know i just i think it's crazy that they've had that three team cycle going for the longest time i'm surprised that either like they didn't bring in a fourth because i i think I think what they have done is had a lot of outside help from like, okay, hey, we have, isn't it Raven Studios that comes in and helps with uh, the the uh, war? What's the what's the what's the their Warzone? Yeah, okay, Warzone. Yeah, like Raven Studios does their Warzone and does the upkeep on that. They've had some other teams come in and help with some other stuff for like Probably. campaign. Well. So you know what happened? They released Vanguard. They realized how shitty it was, and they realized that Sledgehammer kind of put a bullet in its foot. And they're like, shh, shh, go rest. Just rest your eyes, young one. I just, I wonder, because now that they're getting the Microsoft squeeze, I wonder if, like, Microsoft would be like, guys, do you want to make something besides Call of Duty? Because <laughs> Microsoft's like, they'll come in, people will lose their jobs, because that's any acquisition, they're going to be looking at, like, where they can cut the fat. Yep. Yep. And then they'll be like, okay, so we have three teams working on Call of Duty. We do not need that much Call of Duty. I mean, like, Overwatch 2, I feel like it's going to be a copy and paste. Microsoft... Oh, okay, have you guys seen anything for Overwatch Two though? I hear that. It's... Yeah, I've heard that a lot of. It's. I've bad. heard like a lot of characters that have different abilities. Like there's there's some changes in the game, but and they added new new maps. Um, so... but I feel like it's still a copy and paste, and added another game mode too. So the big like so one big thing they pointed out is because it's like, how can you mess this up? There's a particular map where you have like the sun hitting stained glass and it hits the floor. And one, it looks fantastic. Like it looks really detailed. But then you go to, to Overwatch 2 and it looks like just a, like a blur. Like it's copy and paste. How do you mess that no, no, up? Time out. It's, it's time beta. Out. Everything I'm hearing, isn't this an early build of the game? Yes, it's a beta. But still, what? for something that's already been developed, how another how you, thing how do you mess that up? <laughs> Another thing I think is funny is that there's already been cheaters in the beta. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like, after, like the first week, the Twitch streams have lost like 99% of their viewers for that game. Damn. I've, that, I actually went to Walmart. I Everyone's been playing Overwatch now, and I've seen that Walmart team got like 
little um, shelves that just have like the old Overwatch like uh, logos and stuff like well, that's all the, over the place. That's the one PC game. Like you go, you go into like one of those stores. They have a bunch of Sim games, maybe like a Diablo or two. Uh, yeah. The Overwatch games. All the cheap, like, no one cares games. Never even heard of them. Lego Star Wars. Does your grandma want to play Bejeweled? We got Bejeweled. Carnival <laughs> Rides 17. The last ride. Carnival games. Carnival play games. with your family. You say. <laughs> that is the news. We have a new segment starting today. So Jake, every week, is going to be pulling a meme involved with one of the games we talked about today. Jake, we go. Jake, you have two for us today. We go ahead and introduce said memes. Are you pulling them up? Yep. Okay, so you got the you got the Chris Redfield POV. You're the boulder. <laughs> At the end of Resident Evil Five, this guy punches a boulder and miraculously <laughs> moves it. <laughs> that has been one of my favorite Resident Evil memes. Like, I think this overtook Jill Sandwich for the oh, longest okay. time for me. Yeah, just because fact- it's just it's just crazy. Like, the, even the animation it looks intense. It's one of those um, quick time events. No, they keep only, on button mashing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, like okay. <laughs> so up until this point, like you're thinking, okay, it's it had some moments where it's like, okay, you know, it's a little shaky, but we're still good. But then right at the very end, you get to this this part, and you just like basically, I, I don't know about anybody else, but I was just like, okay, I can't, I can't anymore. I this just, game jumped the shark. The boulder had the T virus in it; it had to go. <laughs> All right, that what's part, up? that part in that game was so annoying so bizarre mm-hmm. especially the fact that you're running from wesker the whole time yeah speaking of wesker we've got a second meme go ahead and set this up jake <laughs> chris and resident evil 5 punches an actual boulder and, you know he's <laughs> tough look at that but chris and resident evil 1 <laughs> no Wemsker, you're so mean <laughs> he yeah he was night and day like i feel like they they because chris was chris had the biggest gap in the series right because he was in one and then he wasn't back until code veronica yeah, like even Barry was back, and he was only back for like a cameo, basically. Right. So I think they had a lot of time where they're like, okay, we need to make, like, we want Chris to be a staple. We want him to kind of be main character A. So they kind of they kind of redid him in Code Veronica, and then he gets back for five, and they're like, okay, see that boulder? You can punch that boulder. Oh, it gets yeah, Chris. Oh, Chris was the beta in, in Resident Evil 1, and now he's an alpha. He's the, and... <laughs> like, literally, okay, hold on. If we're, we're going to keep bringing up Chris, though, think about this. So he's not so big in Resident Evil 1. He's jacked in Resident Evil 5. Right. Resident Evil 6 comes around. He's, like, a little smaller, but he's still kind of jacked. And then uh, 7 comes along, Spoiler. and he's this little weeb. And then a number eight comes out, and he's like, totally, like he's changed like seventeen different times." We we need a definitive Chris, guys. Chris is a who, definitive Chris. Chris is whoever Capcom wants him to be at any given point. They're like, "We want you to be a little bitch." He's playing. He's playing the Christian Bale roles where he has to adjust his weight <laughs> every every damn game. <laughs> yeah, we need you to be under two hundred pounds. I can do that. Uh, Chris, for uh, for seven, we're going to need you to... Your diet's just going to be cigarettes and apples. So, um, fucking get on it. <laughs> Is that when he takes a bite of the apple and then hits a puff? <laughs> no, no, oh, that's no, no. A, a calorie that's intake he, for the day. That's when he drills a hole into one end, puts a cigarette in there, takes a bite, and as he's taking the bite, he... He's combining his foods. He's like, I got this is how I get the most out of it. Most nutrients. 
Jake, thanks for the memes. I really like that. We're going to do the memes from now on. This is this is fun. We'll um, we'll try to get those up in the show notes. See if that works. Dank, dank memes. This has been your Dank Meme Corner. All right, to finish up the show, Josh has made a quiz. I have made a quiz. Josh, introduce us to this quiz. All right. But, so but, said... but, 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 do it like I just hit the start button. What's wrong with you? <laughs> How the hell am I supposed to do, do that? Do it like I just hit the start button. <laughs> Quiz, quiz. <laughs> Nick, okay. you're about to get wasted. <laughs> All right. So essentially, guys, I took 2009, part one, so Q1, <laughs> and oh. I made a series of questions. How many questions? There are, I have to count again. I think I did five, but one, two, three, four. I did five questions. Are they multiple don't choice? Don't cheat, Nick. I'm not, I don't have it up. Are they multiple choice? I can see in your glasses, no, you They're bubble. not multiple choice. <laughs> And it's gonna be it's gonna be whoever has the best or closest guess to it is gonna win. I'm not gonna do this right or wrong crap. Whoever if you get it hundred yeah, percent right no no raising hand bullshit. So the way the way I think we should do it to make it fair is like the first question I'll answer first, the second question Jake will answer first, we'll flip flop like that, just so there's no one who's constantly cheating. You're only cheating half the time. <laughs> okay, so Nick agrees that he's gonna take the first question first. Yep. So, uh, Nick, are you going to show it on the screen, or am I just going to go down the list? You'll just go down the list. And then uh, right. Losers doing next week's speed cap? Yep, that's correct. And, Josh, and the will winner... pick, Josh will pick the game. Oh, I'll pick the game. Okay, that's fine. All right, so, Nick. Oh, shit. Here we go. When does Fear 2 take place within the series? Fuck. Uh, I want to say it's like a year after the first one. Okay, Jake? Uh, Fear 2 is a prequel. Okay, but how far of a prequel, Jake? I get me like a. Uh, it's uh, three years. Okay, so Nick is technically the closest. It's actually thirty minutes before the end of the first game. Die! Uh, stupid point. Point. Stupid point. Question two: Name this Street Fighter Four character. Uh, Sonya. The um, she was on the screen earlier. I think it's like Cypher or something like that. I guess I technically have to give it to Jake. We're gonna go based on alphabetical. Uh, this is Crimson Viper. She's one of the new characters for Street Fighter Four. Lame, lame. They're chasing the Angelina Jolie vibe. They're like, remember Mrs. and Mrs. Smith? Give a dumb answer and still get the point. Screw you. I'm giving you technical. Hey, it's just making it easier. All right. All right. Question number three, Nicholas. What Tom Clancy game claimed to be completely voice controlled? Oh, oh this I was, know. This was Tom Clancy's End War. Son Jake. of a bitch. <laughs> that Nick's got it right, so that's a point for Nick. Oh, God. Okay, I've got another... Another picture? What is another... wrong with you? Josh. Question four. Name this legendary Pokemon featured on the cover of Platinum. That's a small picture. That is a very small pick. Um, it's um, hey, it's my turn. It's Jake's turn. Nick. Go ahead, Jake. It's uh, it starts with a, a, a an S. Uh, Sphinx four or something like that. <laughs> I'm gonna call him Zapdos just for the alphabetical game. <laughs> Jake, Jake is close. What's it? What's it called? Garatina. You fucking Pokedex. Oh, Garatina. Pokemon Go. I actually have that Pokemon Pokemon Go. All right, so we've got a tie. So 
This the last be a shitty, shitty oh, question. Oh, it's a shitty question. But you guys should be able to figure this out. You guys saw the list, so it's only fair. Oh, boy. Fair. Name a game from 2009 that is tied to a film. Resident Evil. I, I, me He's first, got a point, boy. Nick. Me first, There's several. Well, so but this it, is the last question. That's last, not fair. No, it, that, it was like a toss-up. So, Jake, so Nick, now it's your turn. Name a movie. Name a movie. 2009. Or name a game. Sorry, not a movie. Well, yeah, I'm going to save this. Fuck. Oh, my God. Um, uh, uh, I'm going to guess. Mm. Easy, Nick. No, it's not easy. Did we talk about did we t- did we talk about one today? Yes. We talked about several. Yes. Um was there a Sonic game? Well uh, actually, I mean, there, there is. There, I think there, there is one in two thousand nine. But it wasn't a movie yeah. in two thousand nine, so I would have lost. I lose. Well Well Resident Evil wasn't in two thousand nine, was it? I think there were well, they there were was like there were two at least. So Jake wins it on a technicality. Okay, so for those who don't know, there was a High School Musical three. You had you had wanted. Uh, Jake was technically right with Resident Evil. I thought wanted was um, ten for some reason. There, so it, it had a, to be a movie in the same year. Is that what the the thing was? I yeah. mean, technically, I mean, it didn't have to be within the same year. But there was oh, a bunch, I was there was tell a bunch of movies. Street Fighter. There was a dumb Street Fighter. Movie. Oh, he he, about that he technically he could have said Street Fighter. He could have. That's what I was trying to. Like, yeah, yeah, we talked about it. <laughs> All right, what um, game am I speed capping next week? Oh, I would do Resident Evil. I think that'd be funny. All right, we're going to make do the main punching Resident Evil 5. I'll do it in five minutes. You heard it here first, folks. Nick will do RE5 in five minutes. So there it is. I'm doing... I'm, <laughs> there it is. I'm doing Resident Evil 5 next week. Five-minute speed cap. Congrats, Jake, even though I think it's bullshit that you won. Hey, I didn't make the rules. I mean, Nick, you only had a name of a movie, basically. And you said Sonic, and you're like, oh, Sonic, I don't know. I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to let it happen, because Sonic is a movie, technically. I figured you meant a movie that year. You're, the I... answer, the question wasn't clear. But also, I don't have to make a speed cap, so really, I think I'm the winner at the end of it all. I don't think at this point anybody's a winner. <laughs> Nobody wins. Everybody, this is Smashing Game Time. As always, I am Nick. You can find me on Twitter at, that, at, on Twitter at that Kaufman or on Twitch at NickFatNight. Where can they find you, Jake? You guys can find me on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Discord, TikTok. Uh, I think that's it. OnlyFans, uh, <laughs> Fan House, uh, Pokemon Go, uh, yeah, G Fuel, uh, Rust. You can find me on Rust. You can find me on Ark, uh, riding dinosaur probably. Somebody ban nah. this man. <laughs> Can we get a mod in here? Can we get a mod in here? Uh, and he's muted. I'm out. <laughs> Tim, Timmy, 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 could you come in and can, can you mute his mic? Josh, where can the people find you? But hey, Currently? hey, like I just pressed the start button. Currently nowhere. 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 Does this guy pay you? I'm rebranding myself. Josh, J- Josh is being rebranded, everyone. Oh, God. We're making big changes here in 2022. So what I'm hearing is I'm Josh saying just got canceled for some shit that he said. Uh, no, I'm Josh saying is being revamped everywhere. Like before,
or it was a mixture of I'm Josh saying to kill the QB to Josh. No, we're rebranding everything. We're coming back to I'm Josh saying, but it's going to be the new improved I'm Josh saying. Well, wait, what? Uh, Josh, I didn't realize you had a brand to begin with. <laughs> I do. I have, we have high quality memes where I'm from, okay? Not this punches a boulder crap from 2009. I, I thought your brand was not streaming and saying you're going to. <laughs> <laughs> no this guy this guy's rebranding but his he has no profile picture on his discord damn get him get him at least mine isn't changing his profile picture immediately <laughs> <laughs> jake what is even yours i can't even see it it's so small oh no, it's, it's jake it's jake and a wedding yeah, okay uh, whatever i'm not even gonna argue with this yeah, uh-huh. no, you're below you're below the Ooh. new josh okay jake, you could have you could have easily said down here you could have easily said jake's old logo looked like clippy oh That's, clippy the old no. microsoft can i can i assist you i see you're trying to make a meme can i assist you <laughs> no clippy get the fuck out of here all right everybody so we will be back next week with q1 of 2009 i'll be covering the speed cap for resident evil 5 as always, thank you to Alex Marvin Clark for his song, Hunt Him Down, that we use for our intro and outro. If you want to check out more of his stuff, we got a link to his SoundCloud in the show notes. Everybody, thanks for hanging out. If you haven't done so, please leave a review and a blah, 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 blah. Leave a review and rate us five stars. Yes, five stars, wherever you get your podcast. We hope you all had a smashing game time. We'll see you next time. Bye. So long.